What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. What's going on with Kyle and Joe? Episode, I don't even remember anymore, five or six. I think it's going to come to a point where you like don't say what number we're at. Are we there already? Uh, we're at six. We six, just seven. dropped, as of today, we dropped five. Sweet. Yeah, we dropped episode five. So and yeah, man, dude, it's going strong. I'm excited. This is uh, going a lot better than I thought, even though we have like no expectations, but... Right. Even with having no expectations, there's still always a little bit. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, again, guys, the show is what's going on with Kyle and Joe. I'm Kyle. That's my cousin Joe. What's um, up, thank guys? you guys. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you guys so much for being here. Truly appreciate it, Joe. We got a lot today, man. I just want to dive right into it. You ready? We do, and it's such a. It's going to be such a loaded episode. I'm going to apologize in advance if yes. I sound like crap. Um, I have just coming down with a terrible cold, um, actually had a COVID scare, had to go get a rapid test, uh, which is going to lead into, you know, I want to just kind of lead right into my CBS. I love it. Love it. So I had to go get a, had to go get a rapid test. Um, luckily everything came back negative, uh, you know, from that rapid tests are cool from CVS. They, uh, you get it like within, Pretty much by the time I got home, I already had my results. They called yeah. me and said I was. So it's basically know. a home test just at CVS, basically. From the yeah. yeah, that's what it, yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. So, yeah. So I went and did it and I trust going somewhere more than I do the home test in, in all honesty, but that's another story for another day. So sitting in the CVS, I get there just a tad bit early um, and I'm, and I'm sitting there right in their minute clinic. Certain CVSs have a minute clinic where you could just kind of sit, you see a nurse, doctor, whatever, whatever it is that they have there. And, but it's like right in, not quite the middle of the entire store, but you're like, you're right in the store and you're kind of just sitting there waiting while everybody is just shopping around you. Kind of weird, kind of awkward. Like each person that like walked by me and I'm just kind of sitting there looking like a miserable prick because I feel like a miserable prick today. (laughs) I feel like everybody's judging me. You know, I I did put a mask on, you know, uh, to, you know, be respectful and things like that, but you could just get that sense that like, oh my God, that guy probably has COVID and he's sitting right here in the store. And I'm like, well, I mean, what do I need to do? The, right. the, the, well, they, you, there's you, no drive-thru. They don't want you to go through the drive-thru, which I found weird. Like I felt kind of bad. I had to cut through the entire store to get to the minute clinic. I'm like, man, what if I'm COVID positive and I'm walking around through this entire freaking store? Well, you bring up a good point. If you're going somewhere physically in somewhere to get a COVID test and you're not wearing a mask, under any circumstance, I just find that stupid and disrespectful. Oh, like, you're a prick. You're a prick. Right. And, yeah. and I'm sure, and I'm, and I'm, I, I'm sure that we'll get some comments on that for That's the, okay. uh, the non-maskers, whatever. That's, you know, our, our opinions and feel right. free to uh, rebuttal if you please. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally there. You know, I'm not a mask guy. If I don't have to wear a mask, I'm not going to wear one. Uh, mm-hmm. But an occasion like this, I mean, it was common sense, you know? Right. So so I'm sitting there and, you know, after everybody's walking past me, I'm already feeling judged, feeling feel <laughs> like crap. Um, there's these, there's like this like family that's, that's just kind of shopping around kind of, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to bash them, but I don't want to like stereotype them or anything like that, but they're, they're not like you and I, they're not like some uh, suburban folks you can say, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, and 
So they're yelling to each other. They're like three of them in three different sections of the store. Okay. So you can tell that they have a plan where they're going to go. I'm going to get this stuff. I'm going to get this stuff and I'm going to get this stuff. We're all going to meet in the middle, but in the process of doing that real quick, can I cut you off? Um, paint the picture for me. We talking like two little kids and a mom and dad. No, or? we're talking. We're talking like fifty year olds, and so from overhearing them because they're loud as hell. And I'll be at a point of what I'm, what I'm talking about is yeah. two of them are sisters, and then there was just some random guy. I don't know if one if if he was a husband to one of them, a uh, brother or, or something. And they were kind of kind of slummy looking, sort of like you just you just get that vibe type of thing. Uh yeah yeah I mean like I, I hillbillyish I guess you can say I, I try not to put a label on them but here I am yeah so um yeah so they're each on three different ends of the store and CVS a pharmacy pharmacy store not known to be a big store if you want to yell across the store be that guy that girl <laughs> you yeah. sure can and that's exactly what they were doing yelling you know you know do you need this do you oh, need that gosh. Uh, do you want me to pick you up some of this and, and that? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to tune them out, but I'm just, all I hear, and we'll, I'll do some fake names here. Um, but I hear Gertrude on one side, yelling to Bertha on the other side. Bertha, did you pick up your maxi pads? Oh my God. I'm like, I <laughs> couldn't believe it, dude. I'm she like, actually said your maxi pads. Yes. Did oh you pick up? Did gosh. you pick up your maxi pads? And then I hear. Um, so that was uh, Bertha who yelled, or no, that was Gertrude who had yelled that to Bertha. Yeah. And I just hear Bertha no, no, I don't. Why are you yelling that? And I'm just like, why the fuck are you yelling in general? <laughs> I mean, it was like I just, dude. People when I. Going out in public, I swear to God, sometimes is miserable. People, some people are just literal savages, yeah. and just they they treat everywhere like it's the inside of their own home. And all I can think about is what the fuck is it like inside of their home if oh, that's God. what they're doing in CVS? I picture like cabinet doors hanging off by one screw, dirt everywhere. Yeah, uh, like it's the type of people who have like a, a, a refrigerator with no door just sitting in their front lawn. And I'm not bashing anyone who doesn't have money, but it also doesn't mean you have to live in filth. 12, like, 12, 12 cats and two goats, most likely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I could I, first of all, I could picture you sitting there <laughs> with your like blue jeans and your chucks wearing like a like a, some sort of hoodie with your mask on and like some like little nurse, like little girl nurse or something's like getting everything ready. And you're just looking back and forth like really bro you can't walk to each other and talk like you're just so well especially if you're gonna talk about like their feminine products i'm like oh my (sighs) god like if i was inappropriate i would have i would have smacked my sister in the face or my brother for 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 yelling something so obscene like that i don't know like we've all run in with someone to grab one or two items yeah, but you you don't yell across the store. You typically meet at the register. Hey, you didn't forget the cups, did you? Like you know, like what? Yeah, did you get your maxi pads? Come on. Yeah. Uh It was uh yeah, it was a treat. 
It was a treat to say the least. But, <laughs> I can imagine like, yeah. like your face. Like, luck, luckily you were wearing a mask. It was probably written all over your face, just like it would be. Oh, you. well, I had, yes, I was wearing a hoodie. The only difference is I was wearing some sweatpants at the time. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, sweatpants, hoodie, mask, hood up. So full, all facial expressions could be. That's good. Uh, could be That's good. So you, you tested negative. When did you, when were you exposed? How many days before? Friday. And you tested today? Yeah. Yeah, you should be good. What's that? Four days or whatever. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I just it's crazy. You hear people like testing positive like a like a week later. But I'll tell you, I've known so knock on wood, I've known so many people that <laughs> they all tested positive like within four or five days yeah. after. Well, today was like the first day that I was like feeling like kind of like crap and I didn't really think much of it. Oh. And then um like later in the day, you know, I, I get the text message, you know, like, hey, you know, we were together for lunch and uh, may have, you know, and I just tested positive. I may have exposed you. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And here I am, like already feeling like shit. This is like the closest. I think this is the closest scare that I've gotten. If I have not already gotten it before and just never knew, yeah. this yeah. is the closest because I've tested like Jesus, like. I feel like I've gone to the minute clinic at least eight times, but by now I was going to say, I can name three or four times that you went. So yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Hey, we'll see. We'll have to follow up next, uh, next cast. Are you planning on taking a home test like on Saturday or anything or nah? no, no, gotcha. I'll just wait and see how I feel. If I'm not getting any sort of better, then, you know, I can, I'll consider it, but no, I'm, I'm yeah. Good. If it is negative, man, that's just the craziest coincidence, like worst timing ever because <laughs> I have a scratchy throat today, a little bit of a drippy nose. Our one-year-old has a cold and they say, oh, it makes sense. I guess the flowers are starting to, whatever, the pollen's starting to flow. It's getting warmer. Today was like 70. It was our first 70 degree day this year. So I guess it's that time of year. My dad too on Monday, yesterday. It just sucks. Every time you get a a leaky nose, a scratchy throat, anything, a freaking paper cut, you're assuming COVID has something to do with it. You know, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. just uh, sick of it, man. But what can you do? I guess you know. Nothing. And I don't. Uh, yeah. A friend know. of mine has COVID right now. She's 41 or 42, perfectly healthy, and she def- she tested positive twice. So she for sure has it. And uh, you know, she's like, it's super inconvenient. She's like, I'm all right. She's like, I'm tired. I feel like yeah. I have a sinus infection. She's like, it's really annoying. But she's like, you don't want it. Don't get me wrong. So you know. And she is fully vaccinated. So, um, so, okay. Good story. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come right back at you with annoyances, man. Hit it. How on earth can you drive for two, three miles on the freeway with your turn signal on? There's a green light flashing in front of your face, literally. And there's the sound. How? Has it, yeah, have you ever done that once? Like, has Steph ever been like, hey, your turn signal was on? You're like, oh, God, I didn't even notice. How? Uh, yeah, I have. Really? Uh, How do you not notice it? You've never not done it. Never, I refuse, literally I re- never once. I refuse to believe it. I, <laughs> I feel like it's something that literally everybody has done at least once. I, I never. I mean, maybe for like a second. And I'm honestly making that up. Yeah. I don't remember ever. I just like and the thing is, it's no big deal. And I'm not that person in a rush. Believe I don't pass people. I don't drive in the left yeah. lane. You want to go kill yourself? Please. I'll, I'll sit back here safely. I'm driving in the middle lane. And there's a car in the right lane. 
And I'm like, I don't drive in people's blind spots. I'm trying to make it to A to B alive. I don't care if I'm late or whatever. Yeah. So this car is driving and I'm, I'm just behind it a decent way. It's turn signals on, but I'm scared to pass because with my luck, then they'll be like, Oh, I'm finally ready to get over. My turn signal has been on for 10 minutes and sideswipe me. Right. So I, I got in the left lane and went all the way around them, but I'm like, how there's a green light flashing in your yeah. face. And there's the sound like, is your music that loud? Well, I will say for the sound, usually before I started listening to the podcast, my music was probably that loud where I would never hear it. I would have yeah. to use my light. I'd see have to use my eyes to see it. See the light. Yeah. yeah. So my buddy. But, but, there, but there are certain times yeah. where like, I feel like I'll make like a, like a turn yeah. and it's not like sharp enough where it just like, it yes. doesn't go. Yeah. And it's, I just don't notice. Like usually at that point, it's like, I forgot that I even turned it on to begin with. So picture this, you're driving down the freeway and you're about to get off onto the right. And the yeah. exit is like the half C like, yeah. but it's not enough to turn the wheel where it right. turns the signal off. Just like you said, right. As soon as I hit that light, which is, it's typically a, a traffic light there. Like I, I can't miss it. I mean, it's like, it's like blink, yeah. blink, blink, blink right in your face. I'm just, yeah. I don't really care, but I'm just like, how <laughs> you've been driving like this for 10 miles. But yeah. no, that, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> I just, I just, to your point, man, freaking people. Anyways. Yeah. So I want to get your take on this. I've been waiting since Saturday. All I'm right. excited. Yes. On Saturday, our niece, Hannah, if she's listening, shout out to Hannah. She hey, is, Hannah. <laughs> she is, gosh gonna be seven or is seven so you know that's close enough she is hardcore into karate she loves it she goes like four or five days a week her and our our cousin so like to joe and i our cousin's son our second cousin whatever they're they're about the same age they they go not like they're in the same class they don't physically go together but they go on the same days whatever they're really close so they had their first tournament so four or five or six, whatever, um, karate schools where kids take classes, get together and they have a tournament and they, they sprawl like they're wearing padded helmet with a face mask, padded, um, gloves and padded like footies basically. And I gotta tell you, man, they did a great job. They're doing such a great job with those kids. Um, but it brings up the old, uh, I don't know, argument, the old, um, debate, should only first place get a trophy or should yes. only get a trophy? Yes. Yeah. Only first place. So, so let me give you my take on this. Well, you know what? I'm a believer of first, second, third. I mean, okay. the Olympics does it, you know, right. for gold, silver, bronze, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, but if you're going to label something, literally a participation trophy, like if you well, came no, like, of course not. If you but... came like in 16th place out of 16 people and you get a trophy, that is bullshit. So, First of all, like, just like most things in life, nothing's black and white. You can't compare any two events. So let me really paint the picture here. This isn't a, it's karate. So it's not a team sport. Most of the kids were about eight, maybe 10. I mean, they're kids. So I was always team first place gets a trophy period. After this, depending on the situation, again, team sports are different, the whole thing. But in this situation, I was participation trophy and let me explain so there are 
I don't know, from what I was looking at sparring, there's like six or seven kids. And again, about seven, eight year olds sparring with another school. It's one-on-one. There's no teams. You represent yourself. And there were six or seven kids and first place got a big individual person, kid, first place got a big trophy. Second place got a smaller trophy. Third place got a, the smallest trophy, but Uh fourth, fifth, and sixth place, the individual kids got like a little, you know, little like necklace with a little medallion thing on it. Uh And after watching these kids like bust their ass and they, I I know for a fact, they're training for months. It's not a team sport. There's not 12 kids on a baseball team or whatever. It's an individual kid. I'm like, you know what? If those kids after like physically getting their ass whooped and trying so hard and training didn't get something, I would feel really bad. And so again, every situation is different, but for that situation, would you still say first through third and then the rest, you get nothing. I mean, even if I said, I mean, what am I going to do? If my kid was the one that was in fourth, fifth or sixth place, what am I going to do? Take it away from him or her? No, <laughs> no, I know, but just you know, for sake of the cast, honestly, I'm as I'm sitting fan. here and as I would be sitting in the stands, I'd be like, great. We got some work to do next season. Right. Of course, all that, but really that's, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, do you agree with the, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth and seventh should get a little something. Yeah. Give them dairy queen. Come on. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. I'm just, I'm curious because hopefully this podcast lasts for years and yeah. like when our kids, cause my kids are still too young for sports. Your kid isn't even born yet. When they hit that sport age, I wonder if our opinion will change. Cause keep in mind, if it's an entire baseball, little league baseball team of 15 kids, that's a little different than seeing one kid. Hey, everyone got one, but you walk away. Like, you know, it's different than, uh, individually as opposed to a team sport, but yeah. being there watching those kids bust their ass. I, I just felt differently about it. I mean, say, I just know, like when I was a kid, yeah. and we didn't get first. If we didn't get first, second, or third, or anything like that, like there's a lot of summer rec league baseball where you would get a trophy no matter what, right? You know, like or like you made the playoffs no matter what. You don't have to win a game to make a playoffs. Like, yeah. like that did nothing for me. Like I knew it. Like, like, like all right, th- this is a sympathy, you know, a pity party i don't know I'm, i guess i'm an asshole a pity trophy no the truth is i think and again i'm on the same boat as you because i have a kid two kids but they don't play sports yet yeah. i just think when it's your kid individually our opinions will change if you're on a team of 15 other kids that's a little different but yeah. you know i was really like she it was her first our niece and our cousin sammy it yeah. was their first competition hey, sammy sorry yeah. I just shout out sammy and it was their first competition and they didn't do very well. They, they both got the participation things, but they, they did not do very well. Some of those kids have been doing it since they were like four, like it's insane. Right. Um, some of them are really good. Um, right. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, wow, I know how hard she worked. And imagine if she's the only one who doesn't get anything, she's going to feel terrible. So. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. And I don't know. I mean, what age do you start teaching uh, a child to the word humble, you know, where like, right. I feel like that's when you, when it comes to sports, it's a humbling experience when you're seeing the other team celebrate and, and you know, and you're kind of just sitting there watching, like, like, I think the best case of this is every time um, you're watching the world series, yeah, you always see the other team in the dugout 
just sitting there watching the other team celebrate. And you can just tell how humbled and how humbling of an experience is, no matter how much it sucks that it is. And that's the moment that they won't remember. So when they come back next season, hopefully they're the ones that are, you know, celebrating on the field or coming back better than they did, you know, before. Yeah, and that that's totally that's totally yeah. fair. And for yeah. anyone listening that's like, oh, that's ridiculous. Again, you can't compare like a baseball team to one kid doing yeah. karate. It's just not it's just not the same. Um, yeah. but I'm, my so my buddy, my buddy Matt, who I was uh with this weekend, his daughter doesn't play sports, but she's old, she's in like first grade, whatever, something like that. So she's of that age, and he was like, No, first, second, and third kid trophy, nobody else. And I'm like, huh, fair enough. No. Did he explain why? No, I was going to say we didn't even talk about. It. I didn't say like uh, individually or team sport because those are two completely different things. Yeah. So I, 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 they're two different things, but I still think they should be treated the same, in my opinion. Yeah, hey, you're you're entitled. Yeah. I just, it's funny that moment. No, seeing, like I know my brother told me, my dad told me to take her to karate like four or five days a week. She works right. so hard. Yeah, and I'm like, man, to get nothing would be brutal. It would be brutal, but then as a parent. What I'm doing is I'm taking my kid to Dairy Queen or right. Chuck E. Cheese or whatever it is, depending on their age. Yeah, I got like you. I'm making it worthwhile for them. At yeah. the same time, though, I'm teaching them. You know, here's why you didn't get a trophy. You know, this is you know this is what happens. You know, this is a learning experience. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Um, if that was the case, now if my kid comes in sixth place out of six kids and has a participation trophy and they're excited as if they got first place what am i gonna do be like what are you celebrating no i'm gonna still i'm gonna still give my child a gatorade bath oh you know yeah you know i mean i'm not i'm just you know yeah i want to be able to teach my child you know um losing as a learning experience you know if you're gonna you know, if you're going to be a poor loser or take losing to heart for a long period of time, mm-hmm. then you have, you, I mean, that's a learning experience. That's, you need some education on that. And I don't know if a child is too young to, you know, start learning that if you could teach them in a, in a specific yeah. way. Yeah. And, you know, of course, I'm sure it's one of those things, unless you specifically are there, you don't know myself yeah. included. And I, I could see like, if they got a participation trophy and they were still upset and they said like, why? I'll be like, well, first of all, you, you did your best. So you won, you got this, you earned what you have, which is great. Right. To get the big trophy, you have to win the tournament. Right. So, um, so yeah, but I, th- I thought that was, that was, uh, it was nice by the way, side note. So it was at our like local high school. When I say local high school, it makes it sound like we live in the middle of nowhere. It was at a high school. Well, yeah, local to them because local you... to them, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. you no know, thirty minutes from me, anyways. Yeah, I had no. I don't think even like my brother knew it's his daughter or anything. But like we walk up, it's me, my wife, my one year old, and my three year old, and they're super nice. They're like, are you guys participating? Or are you just watching? And I was like, oh, our niece. Excuse me. I'm like, oh, our niece is uh, competing. In, in the karate tournament they're like oh great and they like put wristbands on us i'm like i don't see why this is necessary but okay they're like that'll be 30 bucks what there was 10 bucks a person for what to get in i'm like what did you ask where the money was at least going 
No. I mean, when I went in there, I figured it out. I mean, it was just, it, it goes to all the schools. And then for like the, the concessions and like all the money goes to the karate schools. Plus they have to pay the high school to use the gym. And like all the concessions were donated by like local pizza places and stuff. And then that, that money goes to them as well. So I really don't care, but I'm then, like, it, then it ain't a donation. What, on whose part? What do you mean? Wait, so pizza places that gave pizza, but then they're getting money eventually back. No. So what, what happens is, um, so there's a that, local place. That, that's, how I, that's how I took it. I gotcha. No. Yeah. So there's a place called Teresa's Pizza. What yeah. they do yeah. is they put up signs promoting Teresa's Pizza so everyone there can see it. They donated, yeah. I'm just going to make this up. They donated three sheet pizzas, sold yeah. them at a dollar a piece. That money goes to split to all the karate schools. doesn't go back to the pizza place. Okay. The way you made it sound like it was going back to the pizza. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. No, it was all, all that money was going to the schools, which is great. The karate schools. So I'm wow. happy about that. But I'm like, 30 bucks what the hell did I, I could buy a Cavs ticket for that like jeez <laughs> the uh the way they're playing as we are speaking right now yeah you could right yeah, yeah they're in the play in dude do you understand the play in tournament i don't even understand so that. i just looked it up and i'm probably wrong on this still but i just looked it up today actually so they play the seven seed plays the eight seed and the nine seed plays the 10 seed. So there's four teams. Right. And then it's like tournament style, basically. And then whoever wins out of those, then it's still the normal top eight that moves on. So basically they're deciding the seventh and eighth seed, basically. Yeah. So it gives more teams a chance, which, you know, whatever. All right. Yeah. But the cat, I mean, they got absolutely destroyed by injuries. We talked about it last week. It just, it sucks. Do not having Jared Allen tonight. Is oh, it's horrible. That, that's yeah. That was the, that was the dagger yeah. for sure. It's horrible. So, um, but so, yeah, all right. So I got I got something to, to run by you now. Yeah. So I'm uh, we'll just say I'm, I'm in a public setting and I had to use the John, oh. <clears throat> and so I'm in. I walk in and somebody's already the stall's already used up. And the one thing that I noticed, so I go and I had to wash my hands anyways. So I wash my hands and I just happen to like see in the mirror and you know how you can see when somebody's in the stall and somebody like they set their belongings on the ground and stuff yeah. while, while they're taking a shit. Dude, how do you feel about when somebody has like a Dunkin' Donuts coffee like on the floor, like with them while they're just fucking blowing up the uh, bathroom? I think it's disgusting. Like yeah, I would throw it out if it was me. Like I'd be like, this is tainted and throw it out. I couldn't drink it. All I can picture is like, and I obviously I don't know who the hell was in that stall. I didn't stay long enough to want to know. Yeah. But like, all I can picture is some dude is about to fucking drink out of that straw. Right. And I'm, and I'm like, and I'm not trying to make, make this podcast about how I hate people <laughs> because I really don't. <laughs> right. Being a social worker, I can't hate people. I don't, yeah. but I'm baffled by people. And I'm like, God, another example of a pure savage. Like yes. who are like are what planet are you from? You're about to you're about to drink that Dunkin' Donuts because um that coffee cup was half was half full. Right. They totally, were that. totally tainted after. Have you ever walked in the public bathroom like at Target and someone's in there taking a shit on the phone? Oh, have while you, they're talking? Well, yeah. yeah. Have you ran uh, that's, that's so rude. I'm like, I'm over here trying to focus and you're talking on the phone. Yeah. I, I can't stand that. Cannot stand yeah. that. But um, no, the, the, the drink, whatever there is tainted, 
like I will strategically yeah. go to the bathroom when I'm like, don't have a, a food or a drink, something to bring, yeah. or I leave it with people who aren't in the bathroom with me. Right. Like, like I see like, like at work, I'll see people they'll, um, I don't know if they just couldn't make it to their desk or whatever, Yeah. but they'll leave like their, um, like their water bottle. Like, so like the men's bathroom and the girl's bathroom on the floor that I work, it's split, you know, it's split. And then in between the doors is like water, like the water fountains mm-hmm. and they'll like leave like their cup on top of the water fountain and then just grab it when they come back, which is a lot. I mean, it's, I don't understand it, but it's a lot better than bringing it in there right before you're about to just fucking take a shit. Oh yeah. Good. And I, like, I do, I just, I don't get like, dude, it just made me sick. And like, <laughs> I'm like, that guy is about to literally drink that coffee after he's shitting with it and the guy in the next stall shitting with it too uh those fumes are everywhere yeah like i walked in and i was like i've seen i've seen them pick the cup up from the ground clearly like take a sip and then put it back down while they're shitting i've seen it oh yeah dude i i can't i can't bring any food i can't bring in any food or drinks to my own bathroom while i'm taking a shit you know (laughs) so speaking of taking a shit it's unbelievable now, like, especially, this is, and by the way, this is the mature section of our, yes, podcast, yes. So. Listen up, listen up. If, if you're going to listen to anything we ever say, this is the time. <sighs> yeah. So, so my one-year-old, she's just at that age. Like she doesn't understand, but she has the physical capabilities and she doesn't yeah. understand. And like, if I close the door when I'm taking a dump, especially in the mornings when my wife goes to work in the office, so it's just the three of us. And I'll go in the bathroom in the morning. Like, you know, I come down, I let the dog out. I feed the dog. I get them a bowl of cereal, some water after they're sitting down watching their cartoons. Then I'll go take my morning dump. And our daughter will pound on the door and she'll start crying. Like I have to let her in or she'll go ape shit crazy. And dude, like she, she doesn't know, like I'll be sitting there taking a dump. She'll like hug my leg and like kiss my arm. And I'm like, this is so fucking awkward. Like, it stinks like hell. Why are you in here? <laughs> like, she, you know, she yeah. just has her pacifier in like, hey. <laughs> At the same time, though, it's also worth keeping an eye on her while you're doing it. Yes. Than her, like, turning the stove on or something. Dude, oh, my gosh. You we know? talked about it last week. At her yeah. age. Good. I didn't even think about that, dude. That's a good point. I should close yeah. the door behind her when she comes in and lock her in and be like, good. You can't fall down the steps yeah. when you're <laughs> when you're in here. Right, right, right. But, I, I refuse to believe that there isn't any parent who's who's not done that. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, what are, what are you supposed to do sometimes? You, you know, you can't you can't shit your pants in front of your kids. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it just goes back to you know what my point was when we were talking about you know giving giving your kids a bath. It's only as awkward as you make it. Now, don't now a little bit different. I mean, yeah, you're taking a shit in front of you know, but. Hey, you know what? You change that kid's diaper how many freaking times? Exactly. The kid can sit with you while you take a shit and yeah. make sure they don't crack their skull on something. Ugh. Speaking yeah. of her, speaking of like the colds and stuff, my wife's texting me right now. I was telling you earlier, Joe. Uh-huh. Um, dude, she has a cold and she can't help it, dude. She's a baby. Yeah. Last night, my wife was up with her three fourths of the night, easy. <laughs> And uh, tonight's it's, it's more my turn. So we'll see how it goes, but I feel bad, but like, dude, kids need their mom. Like they don't want their mom. They need their mom. You know, if you're, if yeah, you're a parent out there, you the know nature I mean. versus nurture. Absolutely. hundred percent. So like, I'll be like, Oh honey, just go back to sleep. I'll, I'll go get her. She's, she's screaming, and I, um, you know, five minutes later when I'm holding her. Cause she wants yeah. her mom, like during the day, 
Dude, and she'll then, hang out with me all day. And then you know what it probably is. And Melissa, you know, I love you, but she's probably like, you know, like laying there like, what the fuck is he doing to my oh, child? 100%. You know, so it's either like, your turn, <laughs> your turn, you can go. And then five minutes later, what the fuck is he doing? Oh, uh, as soon as she comes in, <laughs> just get out. You don't do anything right. I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm just sitting here. holding. I, I love you, Melissa, but don't, don't deny it. You know, yeah, you do it. And right, Steph, when you listen to this, you know, you will do it. Yes. That's, that's just the textbook of, of marriage. And the guy always goes, Oh, sorry. All right. Like, all right, I'll leave. Right. My bad. And then, and then what happens is is when they're done after taking over, they walk into the bedroom and you're sleeping. Oh, can't believe you fell back asleep. Right. What am I supposed to do? Sit there. Yeah. Hope you're getting good rest. Yeah. But I hear her crying now, but I'll tell you, dude, like when the kids are tea, and this is not news, when kids are teasing, yeah. teething or a cold, and I mean kids, like one, two year olds, fucking A, dude, it sucks. Yeah. It's horrible, God. but everyone goes through it. It's, it. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. But All she right. actually, can't wait. she yeah. actually just texts me and she's like, can you come up for a minute? And I'm like, I'm recording. Is it an emergency? And she's like, no, you're good. And I'm in the basement. So I just heard the toilet flush. So she probably had to like pee really bad or something. Do you know how fucked you are when you go upstairs? No, she's, it, believe me, if, <laughs> if it was, or like get up here now, she wouldn't have asked. She'd be like, then pause the fucking podcast and come up. Like, right. You know how to edit now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm just hoping we get lucky. Like, I bet you she just gave her some Tylenol and like, we get four straight hours. We'll see. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. again, I'm going to say it again. Every parent goes through it. I'm not saying yeah. it were anything special. Yeah. I know. It's funny because we're, uh, talk about it we started you know everything's you know update you know everything's still going everything's still going good with the baby stuff's doing great good um baby we're at 20 28 weeks baby's three pounds already wow yeah three pounds already so yeah man if it's uh if we have if we have a little boy you better believe he's gonna be the next show thomas oh that'd be awesome you thinking boy or you really have no clue man i'm this is the longest stretch that i've been set on a gender and it's right now i'm really thinking boy gotcha yeah see i'm thinking girl so it'll definitely be a boy dude i can't i get a 50 50 shot i can't freaking guess a gender to save my life i'm always wrong with it i don't know why for any uh this may be a good question for you for any maybe new dads who are in my boat about to be first time dads or you know gonna get to that point so I'm at the, we're do, start doing some research and stuff. And I'm like, man, I wonder when I should start, you know, when we should start, you know, looking and setting up a pediatrician. Yeah. When, when did you start doing that? Cause I, I called um, the doctor's office that we're thinking of, of who we want to use. The pediatrician. And, yeah. And they basically told us like, call us pretty much right after the baby's delivered. And yeah. So and I'm like, wait, what if that doctor is not available? Because it said like the doctor is taking new patients now. It's from right. Akron Children's Hospital and, and their site is so nice. It tells you right then and there, like if that specific doctor is taking yeah. a new patient. Yeah. We love Akron Children's as well. We go to Akron Children's pediatrician office right now. So yes. I had no idea, dude. No idea. The pediatrician, the doctor, the baby's doctor comes to the hospital. I had no idea. You probably didn't either. Well, you know what? I, I do know that only from my line of work. I've yeah. heard that and, and, I, and I've seen that, but I never knew like, 
because like, you know, one of the questions that I, you know, have to ask clients, you know, if I'm involved with them right from the get go for whatever reason is, do you have a pediatrician lined up? Mm. And at first I used to think, well, that's maybe a silly question because that, you know, that I wonder, you know, did they have, they had the time to even do that yet? Or, right. you know, and then, you know, some would be like, oh yeah, I've had one lined up and I'm like, oh, so I just wonder if it just depends on the doctor's office. But yeah. I was like, man, like that kind of seems a little late, but no, nah, I guess not. So what happened with us both times is we set up the doctor eh, a month or two before roughly. Um, and then they, when you, when you, when you have the baby, they will bring you typically upstairs to your room to recover for two days, whatever it is. And you will fill out some paperwork and they, the nurses will reach out to the pediatrician for you. Wow. Okay. So you really don't, honestly, you don't have to do much. I wouldn't stress about it. Just have it lined up and just tell when you call the doctor's office, I would say, just tell them, you know, yeah. so it's our first baby. Um, you, you know, when does the pediatrician come to the hospital? And they'll probably just most likely tell you the exact same thing I told you. Yeah. Luckily the doctor, the doctor's office that we're going, it's a Akron Children's branch, right? Right. Literally five minutes from my house Mm -hmm. and they have uh, three doctors. So even if it's not the one that I would like the two other doctors there, um, they may be available as well. And they, uh, I, you know, I read reviews on anything. So I read reviews and both of these are like, 4.9 out of five, basically. Yeah. They rotate hospital duties too, like who's on call, that type of thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They told me today, like, you know, Hey, you know, your first doctor's appointment, because they happen so quickly, you know, it might actually be with a different doctor. That's not your doctor, just depending on their, their schedule, but that doesn't mean, you know, you won't have the doctor you want and all that stuff. So yeah, it made me feel better, but dude, I'm like, I'm getting to that point in this where I'm just like, really starting to think ahead and I'm starting to like really learn like the areas of where I'd kind of just need to slow down and, you know, cross that bridge when it gets there. But me mm-hmm. and Steph are so like, we just want everything done and, and yes. plans like, and, and all that kind of stuff. So like when they told me that I almost had like a heart attack, I was like, Oh my God, that's like, it's going to give me anxiety. Yeah. But you know, now hearing from you makes me feel better. So. No. Yeah. You're, you guys are not behind or at all. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing. Everyone's different, of course, but like you'll be in your new routine by like day two. And honestly, maybe even by, you know, we'll call it day two. Like it's just life changes so much. You will be in that routine. So goddamn quick. It's amazing. Right. right. I will never forget when JJ was born, my wife had two C-sections, obviously one for each, obviously. And, um, so, you know, she's sitting in the back with the baby, our first, and I'm driving home super slow. And like every bump, she's like, Oh, Oh, you know, that's a C-section. It's a major surgery. And when we got home, my parents were there. They like had a couple meals made for us, helped us in the house. You know, it was nice. And then like, you know, an hour later, whatever, they're like, you guys need to rest up, relax. I remember the baby was in the little like rocker in the, in the family room, right in the middle of the floor. And Melissa was like, I'm gonna go take a shower. I'm gonna go to sleep. So when she got out of the shower, I went up just to make sure she's okay. And she was already in bed fast asleep. And I came downstairs and my parents like, you good. We're going to take off. And I'm like, yeah, you know, thanks for all the food. Thanks for doing the laundry, everything. They're like, yeah. It's like, let us know if you need anything. And they left and I'm sitting on the couch and JJ woke up. His eyes were open. He was making like the baby noises, but not crying. (laughs) And I'm like, what the hell do I do now? 
<laughs> I will never forget it. I'm like, do you need something to eat, or what do we so do? What did you What did you end up doing? I'm, I'm assuming you checked diaper first, and yeah, you know, um, my mom changed the diaper, and dude, you won't believe how small they are. Like until you hold your kid, you won't get it. Like they're so little, it's I amazing. Know. I know even like, you know, again, and, you know, for, for what I do for a living, I'm, you know, for those who are listening, I'm a, I'm a social worker. Um, I work for a child welfare agency. So I, I, I see, a, you know, it's funny because like, I feel like I'm, I'm with this job. I'm probably more prepared, you know, for a lot of things than, you know, the normal Joe Schmo. Yeah. Um, but still, it's always going to be different when it's your own child because I'd be the same boat. Is yeah. you know, if Steph went to bed and went to sleep and I'm just chilling with the baby and the baby woke up, I'd be like, Oh my god, I can't <laughs> go wake get Steph your mom up. There's no way I can wake Steph up. What am I gonna freaking do? Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and of course, Melissa was up, she slept for like an hour tops because she's like, How's the baby? And um, he was up, so I like took him out of the rocker and held him. And he was dude, newborns literally eat, shit, and sleep. That is right, it. that is all yeah. they do. Um, and then it happens so quick. We're usually around three months. They'll like smile for the first time. Then you can do like tummy time. Have you heard of tummy time? Oh yeah. We, uh, I have to tell people to make sure they do it. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Yeah. To work yeah. out the baby. It's amazing to do that three months. Like JJ, he supported his head, the weight of his head after like a couple of days of being alive. And for tummy time, he was like, you know, rolling and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They say to start <laughs> that, uh, to start the tiny time, literally the next day that way when you're home. Oh Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they want you to start that Im- immediately. And that's, I, I've, see, and that's where, and that's where like I'm gifted with my job is like, I knew that. Like I told Steph, like those are the things like I've told Steph, like, yeah. hey, like literally the next day that we're home, we're doing family time and right. all that kind of stuff. So we made sure to put on a registry, um, you know, a, a nice, a nice Tommy time uh, mat that you can do some motor skills stuff on it as well. It's, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, absolutely. And when you go to the pediatrician, cause I think you go like something like day four after a week, after right. three weeks, after a month, and then it slows yeah. down, of course, but yeah. knock on wood, assuming everything's going to be fine, which I know it will. Um, I feel like they just are like, are you good with breastfeeding? Are you good with formula? Do you know how when to do Tommy, like stuff like that? Like they'll, they'll go, like, it's, it's really not a big deal. Yeah. They'll go over it with you. Yeah. I'm that guy that would answer yes to breastfeeding when I forgot that they're actually talking to my wife. They're talking to stuff. Right. Right. Oh gosh, dude. I, I'm the same way. Like, I, I feel like I could like, like take over like that. Like I'll be like, well, let me handle this. Like you can get, you get so nervous. Yeah. Yeah. There's Do you ever, a, go ahead. I was gonna say there's, there's, there's an episode of um, family guy. I, I don't know if you've watched a few episodes here and there. Yeah. Here and there um, I do. There was an episode where the main character Peter, I think he was like trying to breastfeed it. It was oh my, it was oh my gosh, hilarious! Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. That show is so funny. It so is funny. It is. Yeah. Did you know Seth MacFarlane w- missed a flight on nine eleven, and it was one that crashed? No, that's crazy though. And he missed the flight, something of the sort. He missed it for whatever reason. That's uh, dude. You know what I'm instantly thinking of is um, that movie. Um, oh yes um oh my god there's like there's (laughs) There's like 15 of them there's like 50 of them now and i can't think of it Uh, oh my god i need this is where i need to be more prepared uh i could see the kid's name or his face i mean yeah oh um wait 
I am just now I gotta look it up because I know the actor, but I can't think of the name. Um, and it's gonna tick me off. It is as I'm looking here. Apologize. I'm totally drawn a blank. They, oh, they made Final Destination. Yes, God. Final Destination. Oh my God, yeah. Jeez. Everybody, I could just picture everybody yelling through their car stereo. Final destination. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so speaking of like doing stuff for your wife and stuff like that, do you ever, even if she asks you to, do you ever order for your wife or does she order for you ever at, excuse me, at a restaurant? Um, no, but I could. Oh, cause you know her that well type of thing. Yes. No, but I could. And she could for me too. She usually does really good. Like, uh, like Chipotle is a good example. I, she can get my Chipotle order very hands down. I could do hers pretty easily too. Although she mixes it up a lot. So I would have to like guess exactly what she's in the mood for that time. But gotcha. um, yeah, no, I, I could, but yeah, we usually don't order for each other. Yeah. yeah. Melissa doesn't try, like she rarely tries. She does, but rarely tries new things. Like if she likes one thing at a restaurant, she'll get, she'll order it for three, four years. Which oh, is fine. A lot of people yeah. are like that. But she stuff's, gets, pre- stuff's pretty similar. We go to Longhorn Steakhouse. She, I've never seen her get anything else but the chicken tenders. Are they really good? They actually are. The All breading right. on there is the breading's on there is legit. But it's funny because this weekend I told you I was at my buddy's house and he's like Wingstop or whatever place it was, something like that. He's like the chicken yeah. t- their fingers are unbelievable. And he ordered them and dude, they were incredible. Were they? <laughs> they were incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um so Melissa gets like, it's funny. She'll like get nervous. She'll be like, should I order this or should I order this? And you know, I'm like, yeah, whatever you think. And then she'll accidentally order the other thing that she wanted. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's happened like twice, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So every once in a while, she'll be like, will you order for me? This is what I want. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. It makes it quicker and easier. And then, yeah. but sometimes like if she says what she wants, but doesn't ask me to order for her, I will anyway. And then she'll be like, God, I'm not a two-year-old. I'm like, what? Last time? Yeah. <laughs> There's no you way. Know, you know what's the worst? You know what's the worst is when after you have that 20 to 35 minute argument of where you're going to dinner. Oh my God. And, and ultimately, and ultimately, you know, you and I are the ones that decide where we're going. Yeah. How miserable is it when we go to the restaurant that either you or I pick and they fuck up their order? Oh. Or, they, or, or or me and you are sitting there enjoying the hell out of our meals yeah and they either mess theirs up or it's just not what they thought it was and they're just sitting there miserable oh my and you're just gosh. like right because that's because, hilarious dude because you're waiting for the well if you would have just let me pick the restaurant yeah this is what i get like most nights like of course ordering choosing a restaurant of course it's like the biggest decision in the world it's yeah. always a pain I'll be like, what do you want for dinner? Want a DoorDash dinner? Yeah, we'll just DoorDash dinner tonight. Okay, cool. I say to her, what do you want? And she'll be like, yeah, you know, anything. Whatever you want's cool. I'm like, all right, cool. Do you want to do Taco Bell? No. Do you want to do pizza? No. Do you want to do Italian? No. Okay. Do you want to do Mexican? No. Okay. Do you want to get burgers from our the bar up the street? No. I'm like, so again, anything I want's cool? Dude, every night. Every single Right, and then time. you go into the beginning of the list, and the very first thing that you mentioned is what they had to ultimately settle that. 
<laughs> oh god it's too funny yeah. I, I i like laugh it off i can't get upset anymore but what i i did tell yeah. her not terribly long ago i was like you know what i'm not gonna ask you anymore i'm just gonna order it and then say dinner's here enjoy yeah yeah i'll like, do that thing you know, where man. like you know staff she could eat and chick-fil-a is great it is yeah but she can eat it like four days a week if she wanted to. <laughs> yeah. and so like she'll be like i'll be like uh you know, what do you want to get for dinner? Anything but Chick-fil-A. Like, that's how I start off. Like anything but Chick-fil-A. You that's know? funny. Yeah. So then she picks KFC. Speaking of which, I know you're not a big fan, but Swenson's. And for those who aren't, you know what? I'm like, for those who aren't local to Ohio, is Swenson na- nationwide? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. So Swenson's, for those who don't know, is a burger is place. Is it even all Richards. over Ohio or is it like Northeast Ohio? You know what? Now that you say that, I think it's just Northeast Ohio. I, I know they they're, they built one in Columbus. Okay. Um, so you the know newest, what? The newest one is getting built right by me and I'm going to give yeah. it another chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I think you'll like it. Um, so they have their menu. Like they have a lot of, we got zucchini fries last time. Dude, they were delicious. Really oh, good. Are, I've not from there, but I've had zucchini fries before. Yeah. Good. Um, so, you got me intrigued by the fish sandwich. You were telling me about the fish sandwich. Did I tell you I tried it? That's yeah, yeah. You told me the other day, dude. Best fast food fish sandwich, hands down. Better yeah. than McDonald's. Like it was really good. Yeah. So for those who don't know, don't know what Swenson's is, first of all, Google it because it's pretty popular. Like LeBron loves it. He's from Northeast Ohio. Larry Nance Jr. loves it. So you stay in your car. And the place is just like a little shack and that you order from your car. Then you can either take it to go or eat in your car. And it's a burger and shake place. Hands it's, down the best milkshakes yeah. ever had in people, my life. More people may know Sonic. It's an even more old school version of Sonic. Right. Yeah. Like it's like, I'm surprised they, they don't come out on skates, do they? That's no, no. That's like an A&W type of place, A&W, I think. Yeah. Don't quote me on the skates. <laughs> but they like come out and they like sprint to yes, you. Yes, always sprint. Yeah. Yeah, they always sprint. And they always sprint back. I'm like, God, if this guy trips and not you know only happening. am I going to be like not mad that my foods are in, but I'm going to probably laugh. <laughs> yeah. So their famous sandwich is a, it's called the Galley Boy. It's a double cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and tartar sauce. And dude, it's phenomenal. It's so good. But yeah, oh, is you that got, what it is? Is tartar sauce on there? Yeah, tartar sauce and barbecue. And it's like a sweeter, sweeter, thinner barbecue sauce. Wow. Okay. I thought it was almost like a Big Mac sauce or something. No, not at all. Yeah, my go-to, like when I'm hungry, is usually a galley boy, a cheeseburger, and like a side. They do uh, like jalapeno poppers that you would really like, but they're like potato cheese and jalapeno, no cream cheese. I do remember the onion rings being legit. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. To finish this out tonight... We got to talk about the Masters. Oh, yeah. Did you watch? I did. There was a lot. I was, I'll tell you what, ESPN Plus was clutch. I don't oh, phenomenal. So yes. good. Shout the, out the, to the quad ESPN. screen. Yeah, shout out to ESPN. Yeah, yeah, the quad screen was amazing. I love that. You can yeah. watch four different pictures at once. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about Tiger. We'll get to Scotty in a second. Yeah. How do you, first of all, we were both wrong. He finished, I don't even know the place, but miserable, but I'll tell you what. So you said, I think like 16th or something. 16th. Yeah. I I, I said six. I think he finished like 47th. Right. He made the cut, but I'll tell you what, watching him, watching him hit balls and walk. Like he probably shouldn't have been back. Like he, you know, he was hurting and what he did 
in my opinion, was remarkable. I cannot believe he was out there. He just played the Masters this weekend. 14 months ago, they were worried that they were going to have to amputate his leg. Right. Like, wow. That is just incredible. And if you guys, if any of you have played golf, balance is everything. And his swing looked completely different. He had to completely change his swing to compete. And he was only like 10 over par at the Masters. So I was fully impressed. Oh, yeah, I was impressed too. Like, just because I, you know, picked six, I mean, that was just like, I think that was just like a wishful fan prediction. Like, I was just like, wishful thinking, yeah, kind of caught in the moment, excited he was going to be back. Cause again, he's just one of those athletes where it's like, you don't have to be a golf fan. And if you see him on your TV, you're going to stop for a minute. Like, me, I've, I can't, I've never sat through an entire tennis match, Yeah. but if there's like a prime Roger Federer or Rafael Nadal, oh my God, I'm going to stop and watch that. The Williams sisters, you know? Oh, heck yeah, dude. Especially the Williams sisters. So let me ask you this. In our lifetime, we were both born in the late eighties. Is Tiger the most dominant athlete in our lifetime? Uh, It's tough. That's tough. I mean, because you have, you know, when you talk about athletes, you know, we have to talk about sports that we don't watch either. Right. And there's so many. Alex Ovechkin in hockey. Hockey, um, Sidney Crosby. And then in soccer, you have uh, like Ronaldo, uh, Messi. I mean, and Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, Floyd, they do it. Exactly. Um, and then you have, yeah, Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, Tom Brady, you know, oh, Ron James, yeah, right. uh, you know, dominant, you know, in our lifetime. Uh, dude, I don't, I don't know. It's tough. Don't, he, he's for sure I, up there. But. I tell you what, man, 2000, 2001 Tiger Woods, unbelievable. Yeah. And we were talking about the documentary. I did watch it. Oh and, yeah. Uh, Tell me about that. I did watch it. And man, yeah, dude, you want to just talk about a, a whole new perspective on who he is. <laughs> Completely different. <laughs> right. The, the way, the way, um, the way his dad tried to build him was like the way the Russians tried to build that boxer in Rocky. Von Drago. Yeah. Yes. That, I mean, that's like what it reminded me of. Like I must he break almost, you. He was almost not human, you yeah. know, and it took the only person in that documentary that I can truly, I, I guess, appreciate was his very first girlfriend. She tried to humanize him. I know. She tried to teach him basically emotion, try to teach him yeah. what, like, what actual fun is. Yeah. You know, like fun can be more like being a kid. Off. Right. Yes, be a kid. And, and when they started showing the footages of like the home footages of him dancing at their house with their family and stuff. Right. Like As like that, a 13 year old. Yeah. 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 His his parents were insane. His mom was obsessive. His of of well, I don't know what the right word is. His mom was obsessive of keeping her to himself. And this was before he was really famous, keep in mind. Actually famous at all for the most part. And then his dad was just a machine for golf. But keep in mind, you really got to see it. And I'm sorry with the spoilers. I'll just say one thing. The whole 
girls. He, he was dead wrong. There is no question. He was wrong, period. But he didn't murder anyone. He didn't rape anyone. Those two things, in my opinion, there are no second chances. Everything else, second chances in life. Fair enough. His dad was banging women in their Winnebago in the parking lot at driving ranges when Tiger was hitting balls when he was seven years old. Yeah. That is they, not normal. The one, the one camera shot was when he was like either, I think, practicing his putting and you literally see the Winnebago right in the near distance. Like it wasn't even blurred yeah. out. And it's like, it's literally like the background of him putting. And I'm like, yeah. And you know, the guy even said like, yeah, Tiger knew what we were doing. Right. Um, yeah. His, uh, and, like, and the guy that was friend. telling the story who was like a close friend. Yeah. I mean, you could tell, I mean, you could tell how bad and horrible he felt. Oh, it's, well he it's said an amazing. It's an amazing documentary. You got, you got to check it out. Yes, I mean, that, and that's, that's why I was telling you got to, and, and you don't have to be a good, you don't have to be a golf fan to watch it. It literally, it's about the human being of Tiger Woods. It, I'll go as far to say it's nothing to do with golf. Honestly, it really has nothing to do with golf. It's about, it's about how the way he was raised um and tiger after seeing that and look looking at behaviors and how he is tiger's a strange guy he really is oh, but yeah. it, ma- it makes sense now it's it certainly does but i'll tell you what this has to be said my favorite golfer the person i, I named my second child after rory McElroy. love him he's only like a month older younger than us by the way um he tied the record at Augusta with a 64. Yeah, that's nuts. Dude, that's like 12 under par. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And he finished second. That's how tough golf is. Like, how I'm did he sad. become your favorite? <clears throat> um, I started following him right when he turned pro. And I, he, I just remember his wild hair. And I'm like, dude, this guy is dominant. And I just started yeah. watching him. Then when he won his first major, I think that was his first on Father's Day, which is the PGA championship. I think I just kind of got hooked into his game, always yeah. loved him. And then the first time I saw him at Akron that, which doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately, the golf tournament, Fire, not, not the city Bridgestone or Firestone, Firestone. Bridgestone or Firestone. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, I followed him for a couple holes and watched him play. And I, I love golf and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this yeah. dude. And keep in mind, he's like 20 at the time, something like that. He is probably five, eight, five, nine, 180 pounds. And this dude's driving the ball 350. I'm like, right. wow. Yeah. Just such a big yeah. fan. He seemed like a good guy. So I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big Rory fan, but that was unbelievable. But that just goes to show you, he played okay up until thir- Thursday, Friday, he played okay. Saturday, he was above par. And then Sunday, the dude shoots a 64 and still can't take the lead. Right. Like, nice. wow. <laughs> you want to talk about competitive out there? Jeez. Yeah. And that's, Kudos to the winner, Scotty Scheffler. Scott, was, shout out to Scotty. No idea he was ranked. No, he, he was already ranked number one. Yeah, so he uh, he now has a very firm grip on on that ranking now. Yes, for sure. Ranking, so you know what's amazing about Scotty? His long game wasn't phenomenal. There was many times he ended up in the woods, but as everyone says, you putt for show. No, you drive for dough. You putt for. You drive for show, you putt for dough. It's all about the short game. And his short game was immaculate. And he won. Yeah, I know. I screwed that up. Um, But no, shout out to him. He's 25 years old. By the way, he looks good. Don't get me wrong. He looks 40. 
He doesn't he look does. like 25. He, he looks older. Yeah, he does. So, all right, man. You ready to get out of here? Yes, sir. This was a good one. And yeah. uh, you guys, as always, thank you so much for the support. Make sure you are leaving us a review, a uh, ranking, however it is. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. We want to spread this channel as far or channel uh, podcast thinking of our YouTube channel. Uh, we want to spread this podcast as far and beyond as we can, but we can't do it without you guys. So thank you so much. Yep. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, Joe. Good hangs, brother. You too, buddy. And that's all I have to say about that.